Cashflow Diary Podcast, episode 256. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Cashflow Diary Podcast. The podcast that teaches you insider tips, tactics, and strategies for creating leverage streams of cash flow into your life. Learn from top-performing entrepreneurs, business owners, investors, and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their secrets to success. Like what you learn on this and other Cashflow Diary podcast episodes? Go to learninvestingnow.com and sign up to receive powerful tips and information that will help you succeed as an entrepreneur and investor. Now, here's your host, investor, entrepreneur, business owner, educator, speaker, author, and master facilitator of Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow game, Jay Massey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Diary Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Massey, and I'm glad that you guys are here today because here's the thing. When it comes to being an entrepreneur, when it comes to making your business happen, when it comes to today's world, the interesting thing about your business, my business, and all of our businesses is regardless of what we do, we have access to worldwide talent as well as worldwide customers. And It's only those who are thinking that way that tend to make headway outside of our own local markets. I know you're thinking, Jay, hey, I do real estate. It's right there. It's in my backyard. Why on earth do I need that internet thing? I'm here to tell you that if you continue to only play the yellow letter game, you're going to get left behind. So what I've done and what we have for you today is an individual who can help you take your game to that next level. Most importantly, get outside your backyard and begin to have access to customers and markets well beyond your current scope. And interestingly enough, he comes to us all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, and he's been out there doing this for a number of years. And when I say a number of years, I'm talking more than a decade. His clients and students have been mentioned on CNN, Fox News, Entrepreneur, Forbes.com. That's code for his clients are doing it and they're being mentioned in the right places. And you and I must also learn how to up our online game. And here's what I'm going to say. Our guest today, Johnson Emanuel, he's the founder and CEO of Corey Fusion. And he's here to help you, Mr. Business Owner, would-be entrepreneur, coach, and consultant, grow your revenue and business. And we're going to talk to him today because he's got two very important things to say to you as to why he believes businesses fail. And I'm hoping you're ready to take some copious notes. So do me a favor and help me welcome Johnson Emanuel. Johnson, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thank you for having me, Jay. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad that you are indeed here as well. Um, Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you the same question that I tend to ask everybody when they first get started here with us. Uh, What I I would like to to do, though, is is to dig a little bit back, because I I tend to think of today's entrepreneurs a lot like yesterday's superheroes, you know, Superman, Batman, Robin, all those guys. And all of those superheroes, before they were super, before they were saving people, before they were using their special skills, because entrepreneurs do the same thing. We save people, we use our special skills. Before they were doing that, they were normal individuals in most cases. So what I want to know 
is before you were out there generating over $50 million uh, for businesses, before you've been able to generate millions of unique website visitors and sending over 700,000 permission-based emails, before you did all of those things, we want to know, who is Johnson Emmanuel? Fantastic, Jay. Thanks for having me again. Um, basically, I'm just a, I'm a simple guy, basically. Um, you know, the typical African uh, child who went through a lot of stress, you know, street child, you had to fend for yourself, you know, we did a lot of difficulties, you know, here and there in Africa, basically. So um, my parents wanted me to become a medical doctor because they, they felt that was a short path for me to create wealth for myself and also <laughs> kill all the family. Did you say a medical doctor? Yes. Yeah, I think that's everybody. Okay, it's good to know that it, it's everywhere. Everybody wants their kid to be a doctor. This is good. This is good. Okay, keep going. I trust me. Trust me. So, so eventually, um, they pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and pushed me to go study medicine. So I said, okay, fine then. Um, since you're pushing me to go study medicine, um, I don't have a choice. Let me just go do what you want me to do. Mm. Um, eventually, I, I, I sat for the exams. I, I didn't pass at first. I was excited that I failed the exam, actually. To do something that, was something that would make me happy, you know, as a child, eventually, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, but they said, no, you know, you're going to become a medical doctor. But I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I fell for the pressure. I went to, I don't believe education is the key to the world because I've already read a book by, um, 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 about that. So eventually, after reading that book, I was radicalized somewhat. So I didn't want to study anything in school or something. But eventually, I went to school, studied medicine, came up. So when I was done, the next thing I did was to give them the certificate, the certificate, say, hey, I'm done. Have your certificate. Can I go do what I want to do now? They say, hey, no, you're not going to do that. Eventually, there was a lot of crisis. But whilst in school, I was still doing entrepreneurship. I was still doing what I love to do. I was still um, um, helping people, helping businesses, grow businesses and all that. So um, that's a little background about me before I got into um, online marketing. So how did you ever get around to getting them to let you do something different? Well, um, they didn't allow me actually, but I had to just do it. But eventually, when they, when they, when I started making some good success, you know, everybody, everybody, um, everybody likes a successful man. You know, it is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Once you start doing it right, they're like, yeah, you should do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Uh, but basically, even while while there, you know, I was denied my allowances. Even while I was still, why um. I was trying to 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 switch from what I was doing. But I, like I said, while I was in school, I was also um, 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 trying to do some entrepreneurship work. For instance, I did a lot of things. Um, 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 uh, GSM, which is a mobile telecommunication, came into Nigeria at that time. So that was part of, part of the stuff I was doing. I got into mobile phone business, although it, I failed to, you know, woefully in that business. I got into web design. That was where I, that was when I uh, I thrived. From web design and it, I mean from there I started moving up and I got into web design by accident actually I'm going to I've not shared this story in public but I'm going to share it now yes right? um I think I think your audience will love it now when I got when I got, when I wanted to, to to start doing um, um web design I didn't have money my parents refused to give me money right I didn't have money to go for that's the training good. that's good now now they, 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 there was a problem but deep down my deep down me I am good in marketing I mean, I could market anything. I mean, anything. I could sell. I could sell anything to anyone. So uh, what I did was, fine. What do I do right now? I met a guy. I met some one of the guys who, who was the training online, and then he said the training was say I think eight hundred dollars or so. So uh, can I raise eight hundred dollars? So what I did was, um, because I'm good in marketing already, 
I started going to I, I I niche down to churches, you know. Um churches, you know, they need to get their messages all over the world. But when right. I meet these churches, I don't tell them that I, I I don't tell them that look, I you need to design the website for you. No. Yes, the kind of messages I meet when I go to churches. I tell them, look, um I am a I'm an internet uh, ministry consultant. I help you. I, I say, Pastor, I'm going to help you. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. But when I made, I said, Look, I'm an internet ministry consultant. And then Pastor asked, What does that mean? I said, What it means basically, I will help you take your church, expand your reach, help you attract more donations so that you can impact light all over the world and your name can go viral. I'm like, What? You can do that for me? He said, Yes, I can do it. So how will you do that? I said, We start by getting you on the internet first. Because if you want to reach more people, you get to get you get to come online. So that was the kind of marketing strategy I was using. Mm-hmm. So eventually, instead of just going to meet them to tell them, look, I want to design a website for you, which ordinarily would not make much sense to, to them. So I now, you know, niche down to that particular area and it was working. And then I got a client who agreed to pay me twelve hundred dollars. From that twelve hundred dollar when he paid me that twelve hundred dollar and I used the and I used the eight hundred dollars to <laughs> instead of telling him that the <laughs> <laughs> so instead of telling him that look, um, um, the job was going to be completed in 30 days, I said, look, the job is going to be completed in 60 days. Just in case anything goes wrong, you know, we have some time, you know. So eventually I nice. went to meet some, I went to meet some, I got the calls, I started telling, started, I started training, I mean, I was so serious, I was desperate. And then why I started, why I paid for the course, I told the guy, said, look, this is my predicament, I need to learn this thing in two weeks. I need to I need to learn it. I need to learn it. I gave myself serious trouble. Right. I learned it. I started learning, giving myself straight. Eventually, um I, I after learning, I started executing everything with the, with the man's um, project, with the, the church. The man was happy when I was when I finished the job, everything was okay. But before I finished the job, before um, 47 days, if I finished the job and I made the man on the 50th day, I made him I said, Hey sir, I'm done with your job right now. Can I the man was like, Are you serious? You're done? That was, so, that was super quick. I mean, you're 10 days earlier. I said, yes, I, I love delivering projects um, 10 days earlier than the date. It was, it was super excited. From there, I got to that referrals, and that's how I blew some. <laughs> that's awesome. I like it. I, I like it. That's exactly, I mean, they, you, you're, you're speaking my language when you didn't let anything you didn't have, you didn't even have them you didn't have all these other things and it didn't matter you were like i can learn it and i can get it and i you found a way to make it happen and that's exactly the type of spirit that i think it takes to be an entrepreneur exactly i didn't have the skill i didn't have the money i didn't have anything i didn't have the connection i didn't have the contact i had nothing nothing <laughs> right. but i just had one thing i had one thing the courage that is true that is absolutely, and that, but that was clearly all that was needed was some courage to, to make it happen. Now, yes. when you go out there today, when you're out there and looking at businesses, now I'm assuming you've expanded beyond just churches today. Um, and so when you're going out there and looking at businesses, why is it that then, I mean, if all you needed was courage, if all we need is courage, why do you see so many businesses not make it uh, in today's day and age? Well, I, it, I think it's beyond courage. It's good. Courage will help you to start, right? You need courage to start business because that's even I, I believe that right now a lot of people are listening to us now. They don't have the courage to start. They completely don't have money. You need courage to start. 
that when you start, definitely everything would put, would come into place. You know, when you when you believe in what you're doing, when you believe in yourself, the universe will come to your rescue. That's how it works. And that's what I believe. And it's been working for me. So eventually, when you start, then you would also need to, have, of course, um, acquire customers and all those stuff. And I think that's basically how you grow a business. Agreed. Agreed. So what would you say then is... Um... It, it, the the reasons that businesses aren't making it. What is it that they're not doing? Well, I think um, businesses fail, especially small business. And I believe this basically. I believe that small businesses are the future of the world. The world, the, the small, the small business like you and I, your business, my business. The world depends on businesses like ours, like ours, to make the world a better place. The politicians all over the world, they failed us. They've made empty promises. But it's that small business that will make the world a better place. However, I've noticed, I did a, I did a research, and I found out that um, in the past um, five years, over 8 million businesses, small businesses, have failed. And I was really touched by that stat. The reason this does. And when I, when I dug further, I found out that the reason these businesses failed was because of two reasons. Okay. One, because businesses and the business owner were unable to drive revenue, because they were unable to drive revenue into their business, and because they were unable to acquire customers at a profit. You see, if you if you're able to drive revenue into your business, and if you're able to acquire customers at a profit, every other thing in your business will be fine. Will be fine. So, as a business owner, the first thing you want to do is to invest in marketing, because that is the most important thing you need in your business. Every other thing is secondary because marketing is the only thing that brings money into your business. Every other thing takes money out of your business. But however, I've seen that businesses don't um, don't know the value of marketing. They play with marketing. They think marketing is just um, it's, it's an expense. But every money you spend on marketing is an investment. And you should take your marketing very seriously. In fact, it's one of the most critical things in your business. Because without marketing, you won't get leads. You won't get customers. You won't get sales. So you need marketing because you can you can acquire customers. That is the secret. And that's why the, the, the apples of this world, the markets of this world, are making all the money they're making. <laughs> uh, agreed, agreed. Now, let me ask you this question. When it comes to, you, you said drive revenue. Can you expand on yes. what you mean by that? Okay, what I mean is this. If you're able to get more revenue into your business, and if you're able to acquire more customers profitably, and then you are able to create, to have um, maybe a lifetime value for the, for the, I mean, for every customer that comes into your business, you're able to get them to give you the maximum amount of money you think they should get. Because what I do, in, when, I, when I work with my client, what I do is this. I look at their market first, and their customers. And then I look at the customer, I look at their sales process and their sales funnel. What is it? How much are they getting from this customer, for instance? Maybe they're getting um, maybe $1,500 for a customer. And I look at the process, their sales process, and everything in their marketing system and marketing um, uh, um, uh, process. Then I, I, I look at they we try to optimize the system. Then in most cases, when we optimize their system, we, we find out that um, instead of just $1,500, you can get as much as $8,000 from this customer. So why are you not optimizing your process? So you need to make sure you, you, you are able to drive enough revenue from every customer that comes into your business. And that way, your business will be able to survive any um, difficulties that the world, that uh, maybe that other businesses will be facing. Agreed, agreed. And just for, so that we're clear, uh, everyone, when you say the words lifetime value, for those who might not have heard that before, what, what does that exactly mean? 
Okay, so as you're listening to this particular episode, you could probably hear a number of words and terms, and you're like, what does this have to do with my business, Jay? I just want to have some tenants. Yeah, absolutely. Well, your tenant has a cost of acquisition. That's like a customer. How long they stay, that's kind of like your lifetime value. I'm telling you, all of these marketing terms, which sound like they have nothing to do with real estate, have everything to do with real estate because, well, real estate is a business just like any other. So hopefully you're taking notes. Hopefully you've got a pen. Maybe you've hit pause a couple of times and you're just writing down the definitions, trying to understand why you need to know this stuff. Because at some point, you're going to want to do it intentionally. You're going to want to say, okay, I've got 10 units. How do I get 20? If I got 20, how do I get 50, 50, 100? And you're going to need to understand these systems, these things in order to make that happen. Here's the cool thing. It can all be learned and learning begins. Well, they've said it before and I say it again. Reading is fundamental. So you know what that means? I'm going to give you an opportunity to get a copy of my book, Cashflow Diary, 10 Steps to Creating Wealth in Any Economy. Absolutely no cost to you. Get a free PDF version sent directly to your email today. Send a text message to 72000. Keyword is book. Again, text 72000. The keyword is book. And give me a name and email address and I'll send it straight over to you. If you find yourself, hey, Jay, I'd rather listen to it. Great. Well, we have a special discount for those of you who would like the audiobook and the bonus audio that goes along with that only available there. So do the same thing. Or if you can't send a text message, just go over to cashflowdiary.com forward slash free book. Now, let's get back to more vocabulary, expanding your mind and making your business grow. Okay, it, it's um, the maximum amount that the customer will spend. I'm trying, I'm trying to break it down so everyone will understand because I'm, I, I'm not sure if I'm talking to fellow marketers now. So, so um, uh, let's assume, market- let's assume you're not talking to marketers. <laughs> okay, fantastic, fine then. Uh, fine. And uh, what I mean is, um, a lifetime, the LTV of a customer or the lifetime value of a customer is the total amount that a customer is worth to a business. For instance, if a customer is going, if a, if, a, if a client is going to, if your customer will come to your business, you need to know the value, the total amount. Um, that customer will spend in your business maybe for one year, for two years, for five years, for as long as you keep that customer. That's the lifetime value of the customer. Got it. Absolutely makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I, I love it. I love it. So, but you also said something earlier that I thought was interesting as well, because uh, I know a lot of people who who say this to me in various places, you know, us being real estate entrepreneurs, we're always thinking uh, about uh, you know, how to buy the next property, raise more money and all these types of things. But so many people spend so much time wrapped up into how to get and find the correct bathtub to put in the building. They forget uh, that marketing is something that they must do, something that they must develop. You said specifically that people don't know the value of marketing. So there, I'm just going to ask it straight then. What is the, the value of marketing? Now, the value of marketing is the most important thing you need, even as a even um, as a real estate entrepreneur or anything you do at all. Because if you as a real estate entrepreneur, you buy properties, you sell them to make profit. Now, if you're unable to sell the property, if you're unable to drive customers or clients to your property, you will not be able to sell the property so you can make profits. 
So you need to know that the most important thing you need in your business as a real estate entrepreneur is to have marketing. Marketing is critical to your success as a real estate entrepreneur. So that's the, the values. Marketing is the most important thing. And every money you spend on marketing is an investment because marketing is not bringing more money into your business. Let's face And that's why I said, you will not, um, that's why I said, acquiring customers at a profit. If you spend money and then the money is unable to return more money or give more money into your business, you'll be spent, you'll be wasting money in that case. So uh, in that in that in that in that in that sense now, marketing will not make any sense to your business because you're unable to uh, get more money from the money you're spending into the business already. Indeed, and I think a number of us know exactly how to waste money. We're pretty good at that one. Uh, it's learning how to not waste money, and more importantly, turn marketing into an asset. So I'm assuming then with this mindset, what would you say are like the number? What what is the number? I don't know. One, number two, number three mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making today as it relates to their uh, marketing. Well, a lot. One, um, you just you see guys. They just they they, they sometimes they chase shadow. Just like one, the basic thing I've seen they, they make is that they don't have a sales funnel. Most entrepreneurs, most people don't have a sales funnel. What you want to say? Sales process. If you want to build a business that is unstoppable, if you want to build a business that never fails, you need a sales process. And that's the first thing you have to do. Then, and then again, you, you don't just rush to Facebook or any of the um, or, um, LinkedIn or anywhere else to just begin to spend, buy ads. You spend ads, you begin to buy ads and then spend so much money trying to get people to come to your business without laying the foundation first. You have to lay the foundation. You have to put the position properly. You have a, you may have a website, fantastic. You have um accounts on LinkedIn, Facebook, and other places. But if you're not properly positioned, then you have a problem. That's why I came up with a course called um um, um which uh, which is a free course, by the way, uh magnetic website um masterclass. Because you need to be positioned properly for you to be able to attract people to your business. And I see people make this mistake many times. They are not positioned properly. The foundation to any success in your marketing is positioning. You must be able to position properly. You must be able to do that first. Now, um, as a small business entrepreneur, you don't want to position like Apple. If somebody comes <laughs> to your website, if somebody comes to your website, for instance, the person should know what you're doing. When you go to Apple website currently, now the first thing you see is um um their unique uh, preposition. It's um, everything that has changed. Okay, I, I I can't remember, but it's about change. Everything every, uh, change is the only thing that has changed everything, or something like that. That's what you find on Apple's website. Right. And yeah, as a small as a small business owner, you don't want to have that on your website. I mean, if I if I get on your website, for instance, Jay, for instance, Jay, let's let let's, let's Jay, if I come to your website, for instance, and I see everything that has changed or everything that has not changed is changed. For instance, that's not that. Doesn't make any sense to me, Jay. Not it yet. makes no sense because, right. and, and 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 then I will not be able to get any value from that because to me, I'm looking for a solution. I have problem, but Apple can do that. Apple will be excused. You know, um, Steve Jobs can be excused. Big girls can be excused. And all those big names can be excused. You know why? One, they have the budget. They have billions of dollars to spend on marketing, so they can be excused. Not just that, they've built name 
The brand is established already. They're a multi-billion dollar business, so they can't be excused. But for a small business owner, that is not that is inexcusable. That is a thing that will not be excused at all. So you'll be making, you'll be losing money if you do that. So you must start first. Position yourself. And it's very important you position yourself very well if you want to really make money from your business. And that's a mistake that is rampant. And again, I'm not knowing, not inability to select the right channel. Hmm. Uh, um, you know, you know, I see this mistake all the time. Uh, you hear, ah, today, they say it's LinkedIn, LinkedIn, everybody, LinkedIn, 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 LinkedIn. You rush to LinkedIn. They say, tomorrow, they say, they say it's Facebook. You say, oh, oh, is it Facebook now? Okay, let's go to Facebook. You go there. Right. <laughs> You must know where your customers are coming from. In fact, by the way, you even need to know who your customers are. You don't even have a, most business owners don't have a clear avatar of who their customers are. And it's a big problem. You should be able to know who your customers are. Now, when you're able to know who they are, you'll be able to speak their language. And of course, you'll be able to know where they congregate. So you go meet them there and drag them into your business. It's very important that you do that if you want to um, grow uh, your revenue and acquire customers. Or else you just be wasting your revenue. Yep. Uh, and, and, and I like how you said that you have to lay the foundation and properly position because there is a lot of work that goes into being uh, the, the, the best version or presenting the best version of ourselves uh, exactly. out there to the to the entire world. So you, now you're all the way in Nigeria. I'm a, your clients, however, where are they? The people that the businesses that you're currently helping. Um, 80% of our clients are outside Africa. Okay. 80%. Most of our clients are from the US, um, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, UK, Ireland, and all those places. New Zealand and all those places. So just 20% of our clients that we service here in Africa. Wow. And and that's that's kind of my which is kind of my point, is that by figuring this out, we we gain access to a well, a lot more people than we would normally have access to. Exactly, exactly. So what um, what made you decide that, you know what, this is my superpower and this is how I'm going to help people? How did you get to the point to where you go, you know what, this is something I care about and this is, this is, this is how I can make a difference in the world? Jay, um, <clears throat> like I told you, um, even with my background mixing, if you ask me to say about medicine, I don't even care. I don't even know, really, because... <laughs> um, but, but I've always had passion to help businesses. Um, I've always wanted to help business. I've seen a lot of businesses fail. Um, I have an uncle who started business. He was doing extremely well. Eventually, he failed. And this is somebody I love so much. His business failed, and I was touched. Then I was still in high school at the time, and... When the business failed, I wasn't happy with the failed business. And then uh, on the street of Africa, you see a lot of people who suffer, who are going through a lot of pain. Businesses that you should be doing well, you find them not doing well. I mean, you find a businessman who's doing so well today. Before you say Jack Robinson, the business is down. And then these are part of the things that I that got me thinking. There must be a better way to make things happen. There must be a better way to do this thing. There must be a better way to make things happen for people. And I felt like, and I started studying, started doing research. Why are these businesses failing? What is the reason that's making these businesses fail? In fact, first and foremost, I, I look at my pastor, for instance. My pastor is a worldly man. He's known all over the world, right? But I was thinking, why is this man successful? Because I wanted somebody who was very close to me, 
my pastor is a successful man. Why is he successful? And I found out that he was able, he's successful because he's able to drive more customers, in quotes now, to his business, in quote again. What do right. I mean by that? Customer, I say customers, I mean, he has a, my pastor has a large congregation of people. Right? He has a large congregation. So you can succeed in business. Your success in business is determined by the number of customers you have. So I started thinking again. I have, an, I have a cousin who was still were living together, and then the same thing was succeeding, and then the same thing. So I said, "Fine, let me go to the, let me go tell the world the only secret, the only way they can build a lasting business." And that's what I've been doing, and I'm happy I've been able to do this all these many years, been able to make uh, businesses smile. I mean, you see a businessman who comes to you, a coach. The other day, a coach met us. A, met me on the phone, we were talking, then you could see frustration. You could see mm. sadness. I mean, you could see unhappiness in him. I I felt for him. And then even my fee, according to him, um, he had to get a loan to pay my fee. But after a few months, we were able to generate uh, some money, about $10,000 for him, and the man was super excited. Right now, the dude is making about uh, six figures per month from his business. Nice. So that, that's what makes me happy. That's the fulfillment that I get. The fulfillment that, the fulfillment that I get is that your, your business, I say a business that's not doing well. I meet you, your business is not doing well. And then we'll discuss after a while, I'm able to turn things around for you. It gives me satisfaction. And that's my message. And somebody was asking me the other day, what, um, if, what if you have the opportunity of reconnecting, what will you do? What will you do differently? I told him, what I will do differently is not going to waste my time in medical college. I'll go straight <laughs> into marketing and help more business. So that, <laughs> and that's just the truth. Because marketing is life. There's a lot to it for sure. And I, I, I've heard this more than once where many people have felt that they wasted time with various other things before, for sure. Now, for those that have listened this far, uh, Johnson, what, what's going to be the best way for them to, to track you down? Oh, awesome. Um, on, on Twitter, you can follow me. I am Johnson Ima at I am Johnson Ima on Twitter. And um, um, I have a free course, um, which I would like your audience to take. Um, sure. Magnetic website, magnetic website um, masterclass, so that you can learn how to position yourself. You do learn how the, the mistakes, the, all the mistakes um, you should avoid as a business owner. And then now you can attract more clients to your business. How you can turn things around in record speed. I'm also going to be giving uh, your audience um, um, opportunity to get to, to get to, um, uh, one hour consultancy section where we could talk and then we're able to help them grow their business. We just discussed on phone, are we able to design a customized marketing blueprint for their business? It doesn't matter what niche they're covering, either real estate or whatever they are doing, we're able to uh, develop a customized marketing blueprint for their business. And that, uh, that's worth $2,000, but I'm going to do it for your audience uh, for just a few persons free of charge. Excellent, excellent. And how do they find that? Okay, I will send you the link. Um, maybe maybe um, maybe something like on your link slash Johnson. Maybe something. I'll just send you the link, then you could um, put it up there where they can find it. Got it. Excellent. So I've got one more question for you, and we'll be done. There's probably someone right now who's listening and thinking uh, to themselves, you know, I, I want to be like Johnson. I want to start my own business. I don't want to do medical school anymore. Uh, I think I can... I can do this, but in the back of their head, they still have that 
that voice. You know, that voice that speaks up every time you think you're about to do something great or how you could make a difference. That voice that often says the exact opposite of what you're, you know, thinking, the thing that causes anxiety. It's in the back of their head right now talking to them. What I would love for you to tell me is, if that person was right now in front of you considering getting their business started but afraid, what would you say to them right now? Kill the voice. Kill that opposite voice. Kill it. You need courage. Face it. Fear is nothing. Your fear, it's stupid. Your fear is useless. Even your fear is afraid of you. But that's, that's the truth. Because your fear, you know, you may be afraid of something. But the truth is that that thing you're afraid of is also afraid of you. So face it. And the thing will run away. I like it. I like it 100%. Um, it's definitely been interesting to talk to you. I appreciate your passion and the fact that you care uh, about who you're serving as well as what you're doing is it shows. And I, I thank you for taking the time to, to share that here with us at the Cashflow Diary. Jay, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so glad. And I hope that your audience will be able to pick one of two things from every discussion we've had today. Excellent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time for you to move at the speed of instruction. What does that mean today? It probably means develop some courage and get started because at the end of the day, as you just heard, you have nothing to fear, not even fear itself anymore. It's time for you and I to go out there, make some difference and make it happen. It's been fun talking to you today. I look forward to talking to you soon. Until next time. <laughs>